0: Full-time UPS drivers will now earn $170,000 a year on average in new contract, the CEO says. That's pretty interesting, right? So, let's see. So, they will earn an average of $170,000 in annual pay and benefits at the end of a five-year contract agreement, UPS CEO Carol Tomes said during an earnings call Tuesday. The salary ranges for full-time and part-time drivers were among the details to come out this week as the Teamsters Union begins the process of ratifying the tentative agreement that emerged last month as a strike appeared imminent. When you look at total compensation, by the end of the new contract, the average UPS full-time driver will make about $170,000 annually in pay and benefits, Tom said. And for all part-time union employees, That are already working at the UPS by the end of this contract, they will be making at least $25.75 per hour while receiving full health care and pension benefits. Like, that's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. The Teamsters authorized a strike if a new contract agreement couldn't be reached. Voting on the proposed contract began last week and will continue until August 22nd. Working conditions for workers are expected to improve as UPS and Teamsters reach reached an agreement on air conditioning measures, including air conditioning in every new U.S. package car starting in January 2024. Workers will also get Martin Luther King Jr. Day as a paid holiday for the first time in company history, thanks to the new tentative contract. Hmm. How labor talks dampened UPS business. So, in the U.S., UPS saw a nearly 10% decrease in average daily package volume as customers transferred their business to FedEx, the U.S. Postal Service, and other regional carriers as they prepared for what would have been the largest single employer strike in U.S. history had the Teamsters walked off the job. Most importantly, I want to thank our customers for putting their trust and their business with us during our labor labor negotiations, Tom said during the company's second quarter earnings call Tuesday. And for those customers who diverted, we look forward to bringing you back to our network. Tom said the company anticipated the labor negotiations with Teamsters, which started in April for a new national contract to be late and loud. As the noise level increased throughout the second quarter, we experienced more volume diversions than we anticipated, Tom said. This decrease in daily volume also contributed to a roughly 7% decrease in revenue for the quarter. Tome said in an effort to avoid further customer loss, some 500 UPS executives met regularly with customers in an effort to maintain their business during negotiations, and if the company wasn't able to maintain the business, UPS would create a plan to win back customers once the tentative agreement is ratified, which could come on August 22nd when Teamster member voting concludes. We're now laser focused on executing our win-back initiatives and pulling through the more than $7 billion of opportunity in our sales pipeline, Tom said. Now, the thing is, typically, to like my understanding, for my understanding, it is much harder to get a new customer than it is to retain a current one, right? It is a lot cheaper to retain a customer than it is to acquire a new customer. Right. So a lot of these like delivery companies want their customers to stay on for a very long time because they make bigger profit margins as time goes on. So if you end up having to like if you are like I don't know if they have franchises in like UPS or something like that, but basically if you lose like a few of the clients that you are doing business with, it's gonna cost you like an arm and a leg to try to get equivalent business back up and running that you could count on, right? Like imagine you like, there was like a UPS store that had like 10 big clients that were doing like the, like more than half of their business with, right, and let's say that five of them just go away. It is gonna be super hard for them to get equivalent business back up and running in a consistent manner. But yeah. Feel free to give your thoughts on this. It I find it just to be very interesting. But what's also cool is that pretty much every single UPS driver I've ever met has been amazing to deal with. Like literally amazing. Like they are super nice. They take care of anything. like The customer service is great. So, I mean the drivers are pretty awesome, to be honest, at least in my personal experience. But I don't know if it's technically really worth $170,000 $170, a year. Now what's interesting about that is like that is combined with like benefits. So that's probably like health insurance, maybe life insurance, dental, that sort of stuff, all probably adding up. So like probably the full time income is more like a hundred thousand or maybe like a hundred and ten thousand and then the benefits adds on to that. So like that's where they get the number, maybe. But also you gotta like do like a five year contract. So you have to be like dedicating five years to them. And who knows if you gotta like pay fees back if you end up cutting your contract, which might be a possibility. I just find it very interesting but maybe this is a good career field for some people like let's say that you're working like a minimum wage job but you're a pretty hard worker and you're able to provide really good customer service maybe your goal should be trying to become a full-time UPS driver because you know that it is unlikely that UPS is just going to go away So you have job security there, even though technically nothing's 100% secure. But if you get in there with a union, it's probably going to be pretty hard to get rid of you. Two, your income is probably going to steadily increase over time, because there's probably going to be another strike, or maybe not even a strike, but disagreements between the union and the company. So that's probably going to end up happening again or something similar so your pay is going to keep on increasing pretty much no matter what three any company that pretty much offers something that like allows you to contribute to retirement is an amazing opportunity and if they match as well it makes it so much easier to retire basically like a millionaire because you could just dedicate A good amount of money towards your investments and it gets matched 100% of a certain percentage, that is pretty awesome, right? Because what people don't understand is that all you have to do is basically invest on a monthly basis about 300 to like 500 bucks a month for a few decades, just that amount for a few decades to retire a millionaire. Without doing anything like crazy or something special like, oh, I got to do this new crypto coin. Oh, what about this penny stock? Oh, what about this whole like gambling thing? Maybe I should try that. Maybe I should just like put all my money into lottery scratch off tickets or something like that. No, like if you basically put like 300 to 500 bucks per month, depending on your age and all that kind of stuff, into the S&P 500 pretty much, you could... Basically retire a millionaire. But technically, I just say the S&P 500, but pretty much anything that makes it between like 8% to 10% annually per year, if you keep putting that money towards that, something like that, you're going to do very, very well financially, which is pretty cool. Feel free to give your thoughts about this income, though.